Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's Staggering Stories podcast is brought to you in the style of that film that is being such a wow at the theatres at the moment. The Artist. Welcome, welcome once again to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcasts. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. And I'm Real Keith. I'm Adam. Woo! Hello. Jean's not with us. No, she no. went poof. She's with the village. She is, as always. <laughs> Without further ado, warming our hands around the brazier of information, it's the news with El Presidente. Woo! <laughs> Doctor Who and Merlin. Oh. Awards flooding in. Oh. It's award season once more, and Doctor Who and its stars have yet again been showered in golden goodness. Mm. You've written this, haven't you? Oh, dear. <laughs> Damn, what do you mean? At the National Television Awards, Matt Smith and Karen Gillan won Best Drama Performance, male and female, respectively, with Matt beating off the likes of the ever-eager John Barrowman <laughs> and Gillan besting Eve Miles and Saran Jones. Oh. Doctor Who itself lost out on the best drama category to ITV's Downton Abbey, the gang from called Crawley. Yeah, they claim to be Crawley. Meanwhile, in the Virgin Media TV Awards, Doctor Who won five more. TV show of the year, Rory, Arthur Darville, won TV character of the year, and the Doctor's death at Lake Silencio (laughs) won the most explosive TV moment of the year. You've got something to say about that, haven't you? Karen Uh. Gillan grabbed her fine pair of (laughs) awards. (laughs) Best actress and hottest female. (laughs) Merlin didn't win anything. At the National TV Awards, but did do rather better at the Virgin Media TV Awards. Mm. Colin Morgan, Merlin, won the Best Actor Award. Mm. Bradley Jones, King Arthur, was awarded Hottest Male. He Mm. is rather nice. I can't see that (laughs) myself. (laughs) And the programme itself won the Best Sci-Fi Fantasy Award, despite Doctor Who winning the broader TV show of the year. How does that work? I've got no idea. If Doctor Who's the best TV show of the year... It must be the best sci-fi. Yeah, I... I don't know. It's so everyone can win. Yes. Yes, yes. RTD Sarah Jane Adventures Replacement. After the untimely death of Liz Sladen brought the Sarah Jane Adventures to an abrupt halt, it appears that Russell T. Davis and the rest of the SJA writing team have been working on a replacement. The result is a series with a slightly unpromising name of... Aliens versus wizards. Oh, well, like monsters versus aliens. They're going to do it all animated. That is so cool. No, 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 no. Harry Potter versus the thing from Sigourney Weaver's Hang on, hang on. Pardon. John Hurton. Apparently, it is. That sounded like the Lurpak man. Sorry. 
Apparently, it is entirely unconnected to Doctor Who and Ripley's Xenomorphs, for that matter. Aww. Instead, it is an original concept described in their press release as... From the dark side of the moon, aliens are scanning the Earth, searching for magic, are and prepared to destroy everything in their path to get it. And all that stands in the way of Earth's imminent destruction are two 16-year-old schoolboys, Tom and Benny. It's ray guns versus wands, science versus magic, and aliens versus wizards. Ooh. 26 half-hour episodes are being produced by BBC Wales and expected to premiere in the UK in the autumn of 2012. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. I don't think it's going to be one that most Doctor Who fans will well, worry no, of about. Course, it'll be on CBBC. The only reason we watched Sarah yeah, Jane Adventures was because it was, was, Sarah, it was Jane. Sarah Jane Adventures. Yeah. I'm just wondering, yeah. will it have the, uh, the kids... I doubt it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's entirely original. In yeah. terms of the cast, it's yeah. entirely yeah. new. A lot of the people in the production team would be the same as the writers, I'm sure. Yeah, the background boys would yeah, be, but yeah. it's the... the Besides, the, the kids are about 50 now, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, quick fire news roundup. Okay, okay. lay on first. The Minister of Chance audio plays are now free. Ooh. I have to listen to those. Yeah. You can get them at aministerofchance.com or the Doctor Podcast Alliance, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being Human returns on Sunday, February the 5th at 9pm on BBC3 and BBC HD, which should be now if you're listening to this when we first upload it. Yes. Okay. It's very evening. Or it was yesterday if you uploaded it a day late. I uh-huh. Or this is five years ago. Buy the DVD. Yep. If this is 50 years ago, we're all dead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, New Doctor Who novel, Dark Horizons, is on the way by Jenny Cooligan in July 2012. Colgan. Colgan. Her name is Colgan. Colgan. C-O-L-G. Where is there a U in there? How do you make that Colgan? It's an unsilent U. An un... (laughs) I mean, how... (laughs) <laughs> she licked my hand. Ooh. Oh You've my had God. worse. <laughs> right. Apparently, Don't... sorry. Apparently, she is a, a chiclet author. Yes. Yeah. That's... She's a term I'd never heard of it's before. Like chocolate. But no, yeah, no, no. It's, uh, uh, I think Mills and Boom type. Oh, so we're going to have heaving bosoms. Not, and... not with Amy, no. Oh. <laughs> well, they, they wouldn't quite heave. So. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> Oh, God. Douglas Adams' virtual 60th birthday party event at Hammersmith Apollo London on the 11th of March 2012 mm. features the likes of Clive Anderson, Terry Jones, Professor Brian Cox, Stephen Fry, Michael Palin and Gary Brooker. You can find mm. out more at Douglas douglasadamstheparty.com mm, Sounds interesting. Star Wars Uncut. Director's Cut. What's the cutting on there? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. remake in 15 second segments, apparently. Yeah. Now on YouTube. I have seen that and it's, oh, it's, it's quite silly. Is this where people have done scenes yep. by, like yep. in, the, in their bedrooms? They, they, and have, just, whatever, yeah. they have recreated scenes from, a 10 minute scenes from Star Wars and linked them all together. That could so, be pretty funny. So <laughs> at one minute Princess Leia can be a 18 year old girl, a 65 year old woman or a 5 year old child. Or a 43 uh, year old black man. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And full length film as well. And it's, yeah, it's come out in full length. It's all sort of stitched together. Brilliant. Yeah. Mm. Any more news? No. No. Oh, we've got a new little segment here for you. Itty bitty. Tiny little segment. It's called Things in Five Words. Oh. The idea is to describe a person, a thing, a series, a book, anything, as long as it's sci-fi or fantasy, in five words and the rest of the team have to guess what it is. 
and at the end we'll do one for you and you guys can write in and tell us what you think it is and there might not be a prize at all. But Probably not. <laughs> no, no. You get recognition. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Respect. Yeah. Well, no, no, no respect. No, not, respect not with us. So we'll give you an example, a really easy example, one just for Adam. <laughs> um, Scottish redhead with unfathomable legs. Ooh, unfathomable, eh? <laughs> I can't even pronounce <laughs> it. That's how unfathomable, unfathomable. it is. Ooh. Now, what could that be? Could it be... <laughs> Amy Pond. Correct. Go on, you try one now. Okay, okay. Uh, an easy one then. Go on then. Odd monochrome teenager space dances. Odd monochrome teenager space dances. Okay, so monochrome is black and white. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Would this be Susan? It would be. Okay, okay, I've got one. Orange sucker stinging alien impersonates. Well, uh, I think that might be a Zygon. Yes, they were orange, yes, yes, yes. You got another one? Got Go on then, okay, do another one. Okay, this, this isn't a who one. Oh, Ooh, okay, right, okay. okay. Body swapping traveller... With lecherous hologram. Oh, six ah. words. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering some hyphenated body. <laughs> no, it was the with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, body swapping. Okay, we'll give you that one. Say it again. Body swapping traveller yeah. with lecherous hologram. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. quantum leap. Yes. Sam Beckett. Sam Beckett. Beckett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on then. All right. Phony scientist wants into gatekeeper. Phony scientist wants into gatekeeper. I think that's got to be. Ooh, I'm I thinking think I... Tremus. No, no, no. Phony scientist. The... Yes. Wants into, into gatekeeper. gatekeeper. No, I is know this the a Yeah, I know thing. the actor, oh, but I'm not sure of the character. Is this um, This is Rick Moranis, isn't it? No, it's... no, it's... Oh, no, 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 no. It's um, it's Venkman. 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 What's yeah. his name? Yeah, yeah, Peter Venkman. Yes. What's the actor's name? Bill oh, Murray. Bill Murray, that's yeah. it. Indeed. I've got one. All right. Best Christmas ever, maybe not. <laughs> and it's a television series. Well, EastEnders. Uh, yeah! yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You always have to get it in there somewhere, don't you? <laughs> that's what he... No. Go <laughs> right. on, then. Have you got any more? I've got a couple more. One night only, uncertain parentage. One night one only. One night only. Uncertain, uncertain parentage. parentage. Ooh, that's a tough one. No, I'm flummoxed. Can we have a clue? One night it's, only. It might be a controversial in some way. <laughs> I've got a feeling it's I know. It's nothing to do with Prince Harry, is it? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. No, uh, I got a feeling I know, but I don't want to say it. Whisper it to me, and I'll see <laughs> if it's worth saying. The baby Jesus. One night only. One, one night, night only. only. Uncertain parentage. Well, we know who his parents are, <laughs> and he was around for a lot longer than that. No, no it's, it's one night only, as in Christmas Day. Yeah. Oh, right, OK, no. No, it's not. No, thank God for that. Well, I edit that bit. But I'm, I'm that disgusted bit out. with <laughs> that's why, you. That's why I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. <laughs> What's that? Ow! <laughs> Well, he did say it was controversial. I know Jesus. him. I know him. I know how his mind works. The uncertain parentage part is a controversial bit. Okay. Oh, okay. One night only. Mm. Oh, is this like a... It's Doctor Who, I guess. It's I'll Doctor give it. Who. Okay. One night only, uncertain parentage. 
Is it an say, episode? No, I want to say River, but we know uh, who her parents yeah. are. And it was. I thought it was something. It's a character. With, I thought it was something uh, to do with Little Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> well, because come we on, know her like, parents. first off, she doesn't have any parents, <laughs> and then she has. <laughs> now, go no. on, you've got us there. Paul McGann, the Eighth Doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah. that half-human stuff. Yeah, that that's, that's, yeah. that's actually very clever. We yeah. should have saved that, that one, one for the uh, for the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you get the idea. If you have any things in five words that you'd like to flummox and befuddle us with, you can send them in to... Show at... Staggeringstories.net And here's one for you to guess. The one that I said may or may not have a prize. What have we got? A fallen cyborg rebuilt rather fatter. Fallen cyborg rebuilt rather fatter. Mmm. <laughs> See what you make of that one. Pondering. I'm pondering. It's quite an easy one. <laughs> Right, as you probably are all aware, given that Adam's taken to wearing black a lot. Yeah, yeah. The, pon- the ponds. Sackcloth and ashes. Oh, we should do a spoiler music. Oh, spoiler music, spoiler music, la 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 la. Ping! The ponds are leaving. Calm down, it's all right. It's all right. Come on, be strong. You're scaring the cats. Which means there will be no more Amy on our screens. Ever. Ever, ever. You're milking it, Dan. You're milking it. And no more Rory either, which is totally unfair. All right, it's all right. I mean, just because she wants to go doesn't mean he has to go as well. Okay, it's okay. And real Keith won't let me have a poster of Rory on my bedroom wall. (laughs) He just said no. So we'd like to um, chat about what we'd like to see as the next companion. Smith has said that he'd like to have a male companion. He'd like a bit of male, would he? <laughs> he'd like a boy running around the TARDIS. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. I don't know if that's misdirection. Probably. Maybe. I honestly don't think the male companions work as well as the females. No. They should do, but they just don't. No. Not generally, not no. historically. Anyway. I, as I said, um, they don't. The male companions on their own don't necessarily click somehow doesn't except for Jamie but yeah. I think he was yeah. the exception but, but even like he wasn't ever on his own with no, no, no as I said most of the male companions have not been on their own They've there's always, always been, been the, the yeah. female companion like, to like, get into, into peril like I said the only, the only <laughs> other time I think was uh, Stephen but that was between companions yeah. they overlapped mm. There have been some strong male companions. Oh, yeah. Male, uh, yeah. Chesterton, of, of course, started yeah. it all off. Or Harry Sullivan. Harry Sullivan, Harry of Sullivan. course, yeah. yeah. Even if he was an imbecile, he yeah. was, was quite good. Turlow was a cracking character yeah. who they didn't use enough. No, no he, they, it has had great potential there. but They did. Just, yeah, yeah. Which, they've expanded him slightly on the Big Finish audios. Yeah, but mm. then a lot of things have been improved on the Big, Big Finish, Finish audios. audios. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so that whole era was a bit <laughs> companion-heavy, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I quite like the idea of having another more mature yeah. companion like Donna. Yeah. I thought Donna was wonderful, you know, sort of mature enough to know her own mind and not to take any nonsense, mm. but not too decrepit that she can't charge down corridors when the need arises. The thing that Donna had is she had that sense of humour with her, which the problem with older characters is you've got to get the, the kids 
yeah. to relate to them. Yeah. And on paper, Donna wouldn't work that way. It was only because of the humour which brought the kids in, I think. Yeah, it's only because of the, uh, an outstanding actress. Well, well. indeed, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you think it should be younger, always I be a younger know. companion to, so the kids I, can relate to them, I don't know. as I, a big brother or sister? That's yeah. I, I, I like the idea of an older companion, but there again, as, as we discussed, I'm almost hitting 50. 60. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm almost hitting 60. 70. <laughs> 90. You died five years ago. <laughs> I love you. I just want you to know that. I smell. <laughs> I've tried all those air fresheners, but liars, the lot of them. So it's not a medallion, it's a pine fresh. It is, yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it's, it's going to be difficult. I think I have read in the papers a little while back that, uh, what's her name, Miranda. Miranda Raison. Has been linked. Uh, Tallulah. No, no, not Oh, not Miranda Tal- Hart. Miranda yeah, Hart. Oh, Miranda Hart. Oh, yes. Comedian. Yes, has been linked. It should be so cool. I think that's just people looking at <laughs> yeah, and that's it. It's, it's speculation. And yeah. whatever. It's far too it. early. Far too early to... to I don't know. She's, she's done a thing with Bear Grylls. She survived in the wild. So, oh, really? Uh, and she's doing that uh, midwife thing. She is. She's spreading her wings as an actress. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, she would be beyond brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> But there again, I think we've had also think we've had too many names. I mean, as as we said at the time oh. when they said Billy Piper, we all thought, "What the hell?" Yeah. And yeah, well, she yes. proved us all wrong. Yeah, and Catherine Tate was a name, but she was only brought in for a special originally. Yeah, but then she, you know, she came back and she was still a name. I think yeah. they need to do the old going for the unknown actor, which. They seem to do every other companion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So obviously Karen Gillan, nobody really heard of her. She had done stuff, yeah. but Freemar Free Yeah, again, she had done a few bits, including Doctor, as both Karen Gillan and her had done. But yeah. crossroads. Yeah, um, <laughs> but you, you know, I'd, I'd never heard of her. No, her. no, no. You, you do, I think, want to get somebody who's fresh but good, and that's yeah. the tricky bit, I suppose. That's it. But yeah, back to the relatability. That's a word. <laughs> it is now. Um, just made it up. I did. The great thing that Amy had is that we saw her as a child, as Amelia, a seven-year-old, yeah. and that is absolutely what kids would want. They'd want a police box to crash yeah. into their garden. Mm. They really could empathise with that, but with Amy wanting to go on travel with the Doctor. Yeah, so the, the trouble with that is they've already done it once. They, they can't, have. They can't do it again. Themselves. So yeah. what can they do? They can do a variation, but they can't repeat. I can't imagine Moffat going back to just the standard uh, pick up a companion randomly as they used to in Old Who. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think that works when it works. You know, like um, Tegan wandering in and never quite wandering out again. Mm. Again, it depends what the way they're going to go because we have. I, I think they need a companion. He needs someone to ask the questions to oh, be yeah. the audience. Mm. Oh, yeah. But we've had, uh, with the end of Tenant's Reign, we had the specials and the X amount of years on his own. Mm. We've had uh, Matt Smith with over 200 years on his Allegedly. own. Allegedly. Perhaps we're going to have a couple of episodes with him on his own and oh, then, introduce, not. then introduce a companion. I mean, people mm. always cite The Deadly Assassin as one of the best stories ever, and it was a good story, but, oh, God, I did not miss a companion. Yeah. I really, really yeah. don't think it works without the, the companion. No, I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just putting it out there as something trying to be different. I yeah. think even the Christmas special, uh, The Widow, The Doctor and the Wardrobe, whatever, yeah. I think even that lacked a companion. Yeah, it it, it certainly lacked something. Yeah. I've got to admit so that. The, the Doctor just gets a bit too full of himself. Yeah. And, Bit too Without crazy. someone to slap him down. Yeah, which is something that Amy did really well. She yeah. just yeah, so scoured him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's what's a suggestion for an older older character to to in certain extents 
mother him, like, slap him down <laughs> well, that, when he it, needs. That's exactly right. Yeah. He looks so young now. That's it. This is where Donna was perfect. You know, the, David Tennant would be off on his one of his rants and his rambles, and she would stand and just glare at him until yeah. he calmed down. Yeah, yeah. But will there be a big character arc? Because obviously, Moffat has claimed he's going to be going back. Yeah. To a lighter, if not entirely non-existent. Season arc, but I can't quite see him having a zero character arc. I don't know, I think he'd be willing to try it. Um, He's gone to the other extreme, making it so arc-heavy as to arguably damage the the season. So perhaps Mm -hmm. he'll go back to, let's call them the good old days, where... He'll just have a have a season based on what twenty say twenty two completely separate stories. Oh, yeah, but you still have the, the the character who needs a journey. Yeah, what's that journey? Get on on another part or on another side of that, if you step back, Ace had an arc, and you only noticed the arc until you stepped back and took the whole yeah, season exactly. as a whole. You, you don't have to hammer it home. No. It can be there. It can be subtle. Most of the compa- most of the companions took a journey. It's just. You, know, you weren't treated. Know. You weren't treated like idiots when it came to seeing what it was. Maybe, but even Ace, she came in, and there was a central mystery to how she ended up on mm. Ice World and all that. Yeah, and there was all that plan, if it's true, to have her taken to Gallifrey. Yeah. So what would do? I'm just saying, it wasn't necessarily hammered home. It didn't really occur to you until you stepped back mm. and watched the season as a whole. Yes. Well, or, yeah. Or her period as a whole. But it was there. It was there. I don't think they can do another season like last season. I I do think it suffered because of the complexity, relative complexity of the arc. That wasn't due to the characters so much. So not the companion. Mm. Obviously, there was the old River Song thing and the baby. Yeah. But that was somewhat incidental to the... Well, I suppose it was a part of it, but it wasn't the driving factor, really, was it? I don't know. Mm. It's something I'd like to see, maybe, is um, the Doctor pick up a companion from a different time. Mm. Yeah. 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 Victoria was one of my favourite of the early early characters, mm. simply because everything was so new to her. Mm. Ridiculous things would have been new to her, and that's something I could think. I think they could play on mm. for good comedy effect well, as well. Yeah. On, the, on the flip side of that, you had Jamie... And Zoe. Completely different ends Zo- of the yeah, Zoe <laughs> scoring points off of Jamie for about what computers and lights are, while Jamie scoring points off of Zoe trying to explain candles. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But you do get into a situation, particularly if they're... I'm seeing something like Canton, who would make a, a great companion, I think. Mm. But your problem is he's from, say, the 60s. You bring him to modern day, you have the problem of him being wowed by mobile phones, the internet, stuff like that. But then you go a bit further into the future, and maybe they don't show the same reaction. reaction. Yeah. Mm. So you get more reaction now than you do yeah. further in the future. Does, you could argue that it's so far in the future that it's just beyond his comprehension, whereas maybe. something now he may be able to say, well, yeah, we could do that, but isn't it brilliant that we have? Yeah. I, I quite like the idea of him going and picking up, what's her name, Lorna Bucket? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Even uh, yeah. though you know it would end so, so sadly. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, on the twist of that, what I would like to see is for Clyde, Luke and Rani to turn up. I, don't, I, I honestly don't know, because um, with the greatest of respects, I'm not sure their acting skills is quite as high as it needs to be for a, a regular companion I don't know. outside they... of CBBC. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't really stretched as much as they would be in Doctor Who. Yeah. Mm. They had they had them moments, certainly yeah. Clyde yeah. in uh, The Curse of Clyde Langer, for yeah. example, 
Yeah. Showed some real acting chops there, but the, the Clyde and Marnie, the empty layer, Sharni. Yes, it would be stepping back. They've had their, yeah. they've had their moment. We need some someone new. I think so. Yeah. Why not the um, Victorian Silurian Lesbian Association? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why does why does it have to be human? Let's yeah. have a, a non-human companion. Well, the problem with that is poor Neve Macintosh was in uh, yeah two or three hours before everybody else every day to get yeah, makeup. Have to make well, then. Cost of it, we, we the can, time for So we can get round that. You just do a couple of episodes and then she has, gets Turns a human. shimmer. A shimmer. Okay. Yeah, or you just bit, do the uh, old Star Trek thing. You're a Bajoran, let's wrinkle your nose. <laughs> just, yeah. No, I think it's got to be basically human. It's um, got to, it has got to be someone that the viewers, the younger viewers, can relate to. Yeah. Which, and I do think, you know, despite wanting a more mature one, yeah, I no, I, the, I, the younger ones are. It's more easier for the younger your yeah. younger audience to relate to them as an older brother or sister. Yeah. Mm. And like I said, for my fifty-year-old, sixty, seventy, I am now <laughs> dead. <laughs> dead point of view. <laughs> you hate me, don't you? <laughs> Okay, well, let us know what you think. Should we have another dog? (laughs) (laughs) No. No, no. no. To do that properly would cost a fortune. (laughs) Yeah. You're saying they didn't do it properly before. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't quite hold up, would it? Not really. (laughs) We've been listening to CDs again. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Destination Nerva. Oh, now, yep. I've been looking forward to... Th- What's that? What? Oh, God. What? Come with me. David! Oh, it was. Ah, sod this, guys. I'm off. See ya. <laughs> My wife, everybody. Right now, dear listeners, we've all been listening to a CD, haven't we? We have. We haven't been watching anything. We've been listening. Listening, yes. Yes. It is CD. Mm. Mm, definitely. It is. What is it, gentlemen? It is Doctor Who, the Tom Baker stories, Destination Nerva. Well, I'm never. You made that joke already. Yes, I know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, our very own Tom Baker's yeah, very first foray into big Finnish productions. Yeah, kind um, of. I think there are there were a couple of, or at least one or two, lost stories which came mm-hmm. out just before yeah. this. But this is the first. Problem. This is the official, okay. the official one, the yeah. original mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm not quite sure what the lost stories are meant to be. Concepts which didn't get anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm not too sure where the lost stories are concerned, where they sit. You know, why can't they just sort of shuffle them into the, the mainstream and do them anyway? But, but Well, they're wanting to do yeah, two or three Tom Baker a month, aren't they? That's, yeah, that's a discussion for yes. a different time. Yes. But uh, mm. personally, I was very much impressed. It was a very good romp. Yes, it was mm. a very good, uh, very good story. I mean, as I say, I mean, why it's taken Tom Baker so long to get on the big Finnish bandwagon, sort of, um, yeah, I'm rather puzzled by that. So. He's famously distanced himself from Doctor Who yeah. for ah, a very right. long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's only in pretty recent years he's come back to the convention circuit. Mm-hmm. He's obviously done the uh, the Paul Mars stuff. The with, audio uh, go. Yeah, Hornet's Nest and yeah. Serpent's Crest. And, yeah. I, I think it's a question else. of uh, various other people have managed to talk him round. Uh, uh, Louise Jameson mm. and uh, Elizabeth Sladen, most mm. notably. Yeah. She hadn't done much for Big Finish for quite a while. She no, did but, do the Sarah Jane. But she had enjoyed... You, you get the feeling that she enjoyed her time yeah. there. So yeah. I think they just sort of started banging on at him. Yeah, well, for years mm. they've been trying to persuade him. Mm. Mm. There, are, There's that famous story of Nick Briggs and Co going down to his uh, his house 
because Tom Baker had thrown up saying yes. he's got a great mm-hmm. idea for a story <laughs> he'd want to do for Big Finish, and it turned out that it was uh, Star Trek Four. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a story oh, about yes. A, a whale, yes, immediately <laughs> transported yes. to the future. And, yeah, <laughs> but um, I, there is a distinct difference between the Paul Mag stuff and this one, to my mind. When he was playing the Doctor in the seventies, he wasn't playing anything. It was Tom Baker. Yeah, that was basically yeah. the character. Well, which gradually did devolve into the uh, Tom Baker comedy half hour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And coming back from the uh, the Paul Mag stuff, the uh, what is it, uh, Hornet's Nest, Demon's Trial, and Serpent's Tooth, I think. Serpent's Crest. Serpent's rhyme. Crest. Yeah, he plays it very much as Tom Baker is now. Mm. And to a certain extent, I got the feeling that he was more channeling Graham Crowder than actually being <laughs> the Doctor. Well, Leslie but, Crowder. No, <laughs> Leslie Crowder. But um, <laughs> he seems to have found the 70s Doctor again, for this, certainly for mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. It's a, it's a very different portrayal from the Paul Mag stuff, and it's more in keeping on how it was originally shown. It is amazing that he's basically got back to that character. Yeah. When we all thought with all the Paul Mars stuff that he just couldn't anymore. Yeah, yeah. And we were able to accept him. He actually did get better. Yeah. But um, we were accepting him for that new version. I don't know if it's the director, who happened to be the writer as well. Yeah, it could have been. Nick Briggs wrote and directed this particular one. Also, I found very evocative is they've gone back to the original incidental music. It's Pretty a, much. It's a very mm. small, mm. what is it, four-piece, five-piece orchestra. Well, that's, no, that's, <laughs> I'm sure it isn't really, but... That's yeah. what it sounds like. No, yeah. that, I, yeah. I don't mean that as a bad thing, because what they've done with it, the music is spectacular. It's but deadly it, dudley. But it, it enhances <laughs> the feeling that this is back in the 70s. Yeah, they very deliberately try yeah. to match yeah, that Yeah, give it a re- well, retro feel. Yeah, oh, yeah, goes, yeah. yeah. Done on computer, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it is, but as I said, it, you get the feeling of a, a very small orchestra. Mm. So, can we have a brief um, synopsis? Oh, sorry, I've been waxing lyrical. Mm. Uh, Anyways, basic- spoiler music, spoiler, spoiler music. Basically, what happens is uh, an alien spacecraft lands in Victorian England mm, yes. and is nicked, stolen, taken over by a... V- Am I right in saying this is um, after the events of Jago and Lightfoot? Directly yeah, directly on. after. Oh, right. as, as, as something I was meant to mention was the last line of uh, Tellings of Wung Triang is the first line in the first scene mm-hmm. with the Doctor and Leela. Uh, listening to the extras, uh, Louise Jameson mm-hmm. said that she'd noticed how much her voice had dropped in the intervening years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Went back and listened to, uh, or watched Tellings of Wung Triang and purposely pitched her voice slightly higher than ah, it naturally is. Okay. And then a couple of lines in, dropped it down to her, now her natural mm. timber. Her voice broke. Her voice, <laughs> her voice did break, yes. <laughs> but um, basically, yes, um, a Victorian gentleman, then Nick stills and pinches the ship and goes back to wherever the ship came from. For the glory of the uh, Victorian Empire... Capture, conquers the aliens, mm-hmm. and then the aliens retaliate by inflict, infecting them, and they come back to Earth. But because of the time differential, they come back to Earth in something like 2013 or 20, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, because 2358 or whatever it was. Which episodes was Nerva, uh, Nerva Station featured? Uh, Nerva was very early. Yeah, Nerva featured in Ark in Space, which was Tombo's second televised one, 
and uh, Revenge of the Cybermen. Mm. Long Which, before Leela, too. Oh, long before Leela. The Ark yeah. in Space. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is something else is, I have to mention, is the sound effects. The sound effects, them, to, as far as I can tell, the, the majority of them are lifted from Ark in Space. Yes, as they should mm-hmm. be. As, mm-hmm. as they should be, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, uh, and then, basically, it's uh, the Doctor and Leela there trying to uh, answering a distress signal in the Victorian period and then following the ship through back to Nerva Beacon where it finally docks and then trying to curtail, curtain and quarantine mm-hmm. the infection from spreading out throughout the whole human race. A rather yeah. nasty infection. Oh, yes, yeah. It does bear a lot of similarities to Ark in Space. Mm-hmm. I, the body horror, you know, yeah. losing control yeah. of uh, all your abilities and just going... For want of a better term. <laughs> turning into bubble Yeah, but there yes. again, whereas, okay, so the people infected weren't turning into the Wirren. No. Basically, they were becoming, um, I would say, a, a collective organism. Yeah, a gestalt mm. creature. Yeah, a gestalt mm. organism. Yeah, yes. which was threatening for the whole human race. Mm-hmm. And mm. um, one thing I didn't necessarily like, not because it was wrong, because it just didn't, there wasn't enough room to explain it, yeah. is the mental control that they seem to uh, yes. yeah. in, inflict mm. the standard humans with. Yeah, and mm. the fact that there was it, a degree of hip well, I would say hypnosis. Yeah, mm. and also the fact that the virus seemed to affect mechanical. Yeah, that was hard to well. explain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, my I th- enjoyed it immensely. I thought it was fantastic. My only disappointment is the fact that it is only a two-parter. Yeah. If they'd push mm. again, if they pushed it to a four-parter or a three-parter, I'm not sure if that would have slowed it down or Probably. wouldn't have worked quite as well mm. because the story does go mm. along. It, it, the speed of this story is modern-day speed. Yes, oh, it, it, it cracks so, yeah. along mm. at a fantastic quite a nice speed, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. My, I was a bit disappointed by the ending. I thought that was a bit abrupt. Yeah, mm. the easier, uh, the, the easy psychological um, solution. To yeah, it, but yeah, we've seen it many times before. But yeah. Nonetheless, it, as a starter, I thought it was fantastic. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah, very enjoyable. Yes, we'll be very interested to see how they go with the next one. Which is, yeah, was it Renaissance Man? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, is is he still in character? Does he, can he keep it that yeah. way? Mm, that's it. Is it down to the writing, the directing? When that's the it. writing director changed, does that affect it? As, uh, digressing slightly, I loved the trailers that they've got for these. Oh, I've heard this. Yeah, the, it's, uh, it's Saturday night in the 70s all over again, <laughs> in Tombo's voice, and then you go into <clears throat> go into the actual trailer. I reckon they should have got John Coleshaw in. <laughs> they they, they have done. They have oh, done right. in the past. Yeah. I think it was um, Kingmaker. Yeah. In Doctor Who. Will they re-record that now and put in the real Tom Baker? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. But, yeah, it, it, so far, I'm mm-hmm. hopeful. Mm. Well, as you, as you said, we'll see how it progresses, yeah. whether they can continue this high quality, I think mm. it is. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it was nice for the Doctor and Leela to be reunited mm. after all these years. Mm. What will they do for the 50th anniversary? Yeah. Will they get all That's the Doctors it. back yeah. together? Again. Again. If they don't do it on TV, they, they, they might do, do it on Big Finish. Yeah, mm-hmm. might do it on Big Finish, get all the survivors back. Oh, could yeah. you imagine that? <laughs> How big would the actual <laughs> CD <laughs> box set be? I mean, it's How big would the egos be? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. bad enough with Zagreus, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> mm. But all in all, it's a welcome return for uh, Bonkers Tom. Yep, definitely. Yeah, Listen to it. Has the done seal of approval. I think it would mm-hmm. do them well. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, big thumbs up. And now, because once is never enough, 
<laughs> enough um, is never enough. Another round of things in five words. Ooh. Okay, what's the start? Um, here's cool. a nice easy one for you. <laughs> right. Ripped shirt, ego, and wig. <laughs> <laughs> now, are we after the character or the actor? <laughs> are we after the character or the actor? Um, well, go with the character. Okay. Kirk. Mm, yep. Kirk. <laughs> okay. I think we're on a theme here. Mm, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hyper-evolved feline with ego. Mm. Oh. Uh, Cats. Yep, yep, the cat. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's another easy one then. Start them off easy. Waiting girl had parent problems. <laughs> uh, I think yes. we're back to a certain obsession. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a certain yeah. tall redhead with endless legs, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amy yes. Pond. Amy, Amy Pond, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, okay then. Smug smiling man of action. Ooh. <laughs> oh, smug smiling man of action. Um, smiley man, I think, is Sheridan. Yeah. Action, I don't know about smug. Um, oh, okay, yeah, we'll go go with the smile of Sheridan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> okay. This one is more of a show rather than a character in okay. particular. Yep. Okay. okay. Homo superior mm. with 70s fashion. Uh, tomorrow, people. Yep. Ah, uh, okay. Seventy fashion, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hunt, hunt. <laughs> All right, this is definitely a character. Richard the Third choose tinsel scenery. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think we know who this is. Yeah. Go on, um, well, what's his character's name in um, Time Lash? Oh, yeah, yeah. Tekka, Tekka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay then. Right. Lugobrious man back in time. Lugobrious. Back in time. Back in time. Sam Tyler. Sam Beckett. No. Oh, um, not Cutter. No. Ah, ah, ah. Would this be Sinclair? Ah, of course. He goes back in time. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Spoilers. Worrisome, worrisome robot mm. with flouncing doctor. Ah, this is um, um, Lost in Space. Oh, Lost in Space, yes. yes. Robot, yes. Is, I think it's actually designation was B4. The robot, oh, yeah. the robot B4. Oh, right. But I, I, I will take robot. Oh, mm-hmm. always got robot. Yeah. Okay, my final one then is, uh, I don't know if this is tricky or not, but younger brother fiddles with friend. <laughs> <laughs> younger brother fiddles with friends okay 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 um <laughs> yeah isn't that what you could no. say to that one <laughs> younger brother fiddles with friend Nah. Oh, uh, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, yeah, Sherlock. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Younger brother. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry, that, that conjured up all sorts. Of <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to go there. That was a bad place. Yes. <laughs> right, my last one is rarely uses it himself. <laughs> I'll say that again. Yeah. Rarely uses it himself. Oh, uses it. I thought you said <laughs> use it. And, rarely, no. uses it. Uh, rarely uses it himself. Hmm. The doctor's genitals. Uh, 
Well, fake Keith did mention something about erectile dysfunction, so... <laughs> <laughs> Give me strength. <laughs> nope. I'll say it um, in the tone you says it. I rarely use it myself, sir. Oh, is this um, uh, the, the groinal attachment for Triton? Ah, no. No, no. Ooh, got you thinking. Yeah. Mm. I rarely use it myself, sir. No, it's all I can think of is quite <laughs> yeah. his groinal whisk no. attachment <laughs> on your mind, is it? Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, you're on the right lines. Uh, no nope. spearhead three. No, nope. it's not human. Yeah, blanking entirely yeah, on this yeah. one. No, mm. give up. Okay, Robbie the robot. Ah, yes, the oxygen. Ah, yes, okay. I rarely okay. use it myself, sir. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Tricky. Yes, that was a... <laughs> Don't forget our competition, as we mentioned earlier. Yep. Fallen cyborg rebuilt rather fatter. <laughs> <laughs> right, you dear listeners, you've been sending us all feedback. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so who are we kicking off with first of all then? Well, I rather accidentally missed off a bit of feedback last time. Shame on shame, you. Shame, shame. shame. Whoa. Audio feedback at that. Yes. Ooh, yeah. She's particularly Ooh. prized. Yes. So here's one from Naya. Hello, Hello Naya. With the Staggering Stories team and their growing army of plastic minions. <laughs> this is Naya. I am trying once again to do audio feedback. Hopefully this time it's going to have less blank spots and me going uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Sherlock, oh my god. <laughs> now, I wasn't as thrilled with all of the episodes oh, is he? as I <laughs> hoped I would be, but frankly, yeah. Sherlock at its worst is better than a lot of shows at their best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was not that happy with Scandal in Bohemia. It had oh. some great mm. character moments, but this is not a story that updates very well, because back in the day, a king, a minor royal, dallying with an actress could cause an international incident. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And that's what the king of Bohemia feared. Yeah. On the other hand, now a minor royal dallying with an actress, first of all, the actress is more famous, and second yeah. of all, the worst consequence is going to be a gazillion letters in The Guardian saying, <laughs> let's reduce the royal allowance. <laughs> <laughs> Another problem is that they had already introduced Moriarty. Mm. Back Moriarty. in the day, Irene Adler was the first person to mop the floor with Sherlock Holmes. Yep. She mm. wasn't just as good as him, she was better than him. Mm. She got away with everything she wanted. In the modern one, they'd already introduced Moriarty, so you already had the idea of Sherlock Holmes locked in this mental chess game with someone who is just as smart as he is. And where does that leave Irene? Mm. In the Ritchie movies, it left Irene as Moriarty's pawn, which was pretty sad. <laughs> and in this, it left her as somewhere between his employer and his employee. I've seen people arguing that she hired him, which made her the smarter one. But I'm thinking, if she's smart enough to get all of this classified information, well, hey, spies throughout the centuries have managed to sell that information yeah. without needing Jim Moriarty to tell them how. Yeah. So, mm. not that happy even though it had great moments. <laughs> yeah. Hound of the Baskervilles getting moments. better. It was an excellent blend of Hound of the Baskervilles and the Devil's Foot. There was the amazingness that was Reichenbach Falls. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, I, I think watching 90 minutes of character assassination was actually more painful <laughs> than watching 90 minutes of I'm going to kill you, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And, oh my god, I, I totally forgive the black spot, which I thought was an hour totally wasted, and <laughs> the weaknesses of the blind banker, because this was an absolutely 
brilliant, brilliant episode. I thought that the script writer was fairly weak in the two previously named episodes, mm. so he just really yeah. came out swinging here and made up for everything. Mm. It was fantastic. Now, at the time I'm recording this, the news has come out that CBS here yes. has yes. decided to do a modern Sherlock Holmes set in New York City called Elementary. Mm. <laughs> now, some people seem to think that it is actually based off of the British Sherlock, which I don't think is happening. No. First of all, if we base anything off of a British show, we owe the showrunners a whole lot of money. <laughs> and on the other hand, Sherlock himself is in out of copyright. He's in the public yeah. domain. Yeah. Yeah. And New York City, of course, is a fairly standard, easy place to film. So I think it's more a case of CBS going, hey, yeah. they tried this. They're getting a lot of awards. They're getting a lot of attention. Let's do it, too. Yeah. And yeah. my opinion is, yeah, we're probably going to hose it because we tend <laughs> to hose these things. On the other hand, House was considered a modern American Sherlock Holmes set in a hospital. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's not so hosed. I don't like the show because you can set the watch your watch by how the plot complications come out. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. it's well, a very yeah. very popular show. It's a very very popular take on the character. And my attitude on the whole about Elementary is, if it's a horrible show, Sherlock is brilliant. If it's a great show, Sherlock is brilliant. <laughs> so either way, Sherlock Holmes fandom has nothing to worry about, and we may or may not get another good show out of this. Yeah, maybe. And speaking of Sherlock Holmes fandom, I want to quickly pimp a few things, and I will, when I send in this feedback, I will send in links for you to put up on the website. Yeah, yeah. But if you are at all interested in listening to the original adventures of Sherlock Holmes... A website here called Lit2Go, and if you Google L-I-T numeral 2-G-O, mm -hmm. it's just a guy reading a book. He's not an actor. He's not brilliant. But for free, you can download the unabridged Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, mm. Memoirs of Sherlock Holmes, and The Return of Sherlock Holmes. Wow. So, in between listening to staggering stories <laughs> and listen to the original Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, they're all free downloads. You can also buy Audio Go has I think Derek Jacobi sells Derek Jacobi reading them. Yes, exactly. Cosmic yeah. Hobo sells a few of the stories from the Return of Sherlock Holmes read by Peter Cushing. Wow. And yes. I get the impression that if enough people show interest in that, then they will do release more of the Peter Cushing recordings and Peter Cushing is brilliant. <laughs> you won't record anymore. Also available, and also struggling a little bit, Big Finish has done yes. a couple of the original Sherlock Holmes, just like Doctor Who, they're doing full cast, summer adaptations and summer new, uh, summer adaptations of the original, summer new shows. They're very good. Now, Nick Briggs said at Chicago TARDIS that this line is struggling, that they're not getting a lot of attention. So if you want to go pimp to your Sherlock Holmes friends that these are out there, they're available, they're reasonably priced, and they're downloadable internationally, go take a listen to Big Finish Sherlock Holmes. Mm -hmm. And the final go pitch that I'm going to do, and the most important, is if you are not familiar with save, the Save Undershaw, Undershaw is the house where Conan Doyle lived. He, it's where he lived when he wrote Hound of the Baskervilles. It's where he met many of the literary lights of his day. And it is under threat by developers. It has been sold to people who have threatened to turn it into three big, we'd call them townhomes here, and then 
plant the lawn with a whole bunch of other houses. Mm -hmm. Mark Gatiss is leading the pushback. They're trying to get the house registered as a historic monument and Mm -hmm. have it run as as a museum to Doyle, have it restored. And if you want to sign the petition to say that this area should not be developed, please go to www.saveundershaw.com and sign the petition and see what you can do to help. Mm. And now I'm going to actually listen to the latest episode and try to give you live feedback as I go through. (laughs) Let's see how this works. Okay, okay. I like your theory of Sherlock throwing the CIA agent out the window as being practice for (laughs) (laughs) there were so many CIA people running around uh, this particular season of Sherlock I was actually quite afraid that Americans were going to be all tangled up in the finale and I was rather glad they weren't (laughs) although I have to confess some fan has speculated that in Hounds of the Baskerville, the reason all these scientists are out there with a minefield is not to keep the people out, it's to keep these idiot scientists in. Because <laughs> it takes a special, special kind yeah. of intelligence yeah. to be smart enough to go out and do these things and be dumb enough to create a t-shirt that not only tells the project <laughs> name, but tells yeah. where it's being put. Yeah. Yeah. I, seriously, that is just a really, really special kind of stupid. <laughs> But yep. I digress. I, anyway, proud. Adam, I like your theory of throwing bodies out the window. Moriarty, <laughs> I've had the same problem you've had, Gene. He's too crazy. Yes, yeah. he's brilliant, but he is just absolutely in low Earth orbit. Yeah. And yeah. it's less, I think, of a challenge for Sherlock to defeat him because all Sherlock has to do is think clearly while Moriarty is just banging off the walls. Yeah. Getting dizzy walking in a straight line. I I do think that Lestrade would start to wonder about Sherlock. I think that Sally Donovan brought up some really good points. I hope that Lestrade doesn't fall too far too fast. That's one of the things to worry about because he would be an excellent fall guy if Scotland Yard wants to make a public example. But Mm. the one person I expect to fall very hard and very fast, and nobody's mentioned this, is Anderson. Anderson stood there in front of his boss's boss and Mm -hmm. stabbed his boss in the back. Yeah. When Lestrade was saying, well, you know, I've used it once or twice. It's it's Anderson who shopped him out as having really relied on Sherlock. Yeah. And even if people continue to believe that Sherlock is a fake, office gossip should bring Anderson down because who else in Scotland Yard is now going to trust him? He's not the guy who uncovered the fake, as Sally Donovan did. He's the guy who betrayed his own boss. Yeah. Hmm. 10 minutes, so I'd probably rather wind up. But I just wanted to say in ending that I want to back up Gene and Crumbly talking about how the modern Sherlock Holmes is really in the feel of the original stories. It's very respectful, and Sherlock Holmes is often modernized. Not only was Basil Rathbone updating it for the 40s and the 50s and mm-hmm. fighting Nazis, mm-hmm. and yeah. now we have Sherlock and 
elementary and, for that matter, house, which is loosely based on Sherlock Holmes, yes. yeah. as modern, modern versions. But I'm going to join the chorus of people pointing out that Conan Doyle wasn't writing about a bygone era when he was writing. He was writing about the immediate world that the people outside his, outside Undershot knew intimately. He was writing about his modern day mm-hmm. yeah. so in updating it you're really keeping it in the theme of what he had in mind as opposed to what he actually did by setting it in amber yeah. anyway this has gone on long enough uh, hopefully adam this will make it into the next podcast <laughs> and we'll look see. forward to the next one <laughs> bye bye thank <laughs> you thank you i think um Doyle set it about 10 years previously to the point he was mm. writing it, I think, though I'm not 100% sure about that, but... I think it may have varied, depending when he came back. Yeah, the yeah true. but even even said, you know, 10 years really isn't that much of a distance to no. say it was in the past. Mm. No, yeah, but there again, sort of, Naya now. does very... She does raise a very personal point in sort of saying that sort of Sherlock Holmes, no matter what century it is set in, is still very much in the present tense. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, there has been a few. I know there's been a few films and reimaginings that have set it modern day. Yeah, you know, seventies, mm. eighties, and whatever. It is tricky to do it right, though, because oh god, yeah. he has to be a man of his time. But yes, then you've got things like CSI and all that sort of stuff, and that is directly competing with what Sherlock Holmes would do in yeah. real life. Well, it's, 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 I'm not. I admit, not that I watched a lot of CSI, no, but CSI uses technology. To, to do the, those things, where mm. Sherlock he's is... Using his wits. Is you, mostly using his wits. Yeah, but he does also use technology. He does, yeah. he does. I'm not deny, denying that. You can't mm. deny that. I but, think mm. the use of technology is more, it's more um, emphasising. Yeah, but yeah, even, even saying that, you, what you've got to consider is Conan Doyle was having Sherlock use processes and technology that at that point in time when it was being written was only just being discovered yes. fingerprints mm, yeah. uh blood grouping and i think he mentions that he has i can't remember which one it was i really can't but he has a chemical that reveals where blood is has been and displayed uh, today that's called luminal yes mm. yeah yeah but that's what makes it difficult to update it or should do yeah obviously shocks i'm very well as in that he should be a bit ahead of everybody else yeah. who's out there right now. Yeah, rather than sci-fi being set ten minutes in the future, it's ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we have written feedback too. Oh, let's have that written feedback. Let's get the ball rolling. We have one from Misha. Hello, Misha. Misha. Says, hello, chaps. Hello. Bother and blast and a host of other less polite words. <laughs> I really meant to send this sometime at the end of December, you know. Very, <laughs> Oops. Very time-consuming being unemployed again. Oh, oh, sorry to hear that. Anyway, I promise to keep this brief and neatly arranged, although I can't <laughs> promise I won't get just a teeny bit shouty. Sorry in advance. <laughs> First, two predictions. One, I predict that Karen Gillan will vanish one day. <laughs> only to start three days later underneath Patrick's bed. <laughs> Get <Yeah. you> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I also predict that Patrick will continue to be horribly well-adjusted and pleasant <laughs> with his girlfriend and good grades and whatnot, yeah. eventually driving his pretend father, my imaginary husband, insane. <laughs> it's a long story, that one. Trust yeah. me. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Second, Doctor Who. Personally, I really enjoyed the Christmas special. Cried all the way through the ending, <laughs> especially when it got happy. <laughs> Apparently, I am one of those women. 
However, my one shouty bugbear is this. Uh. Lots of people complaining that Moffat is reducing women to mothers. I could go on for hours about how stupid that is, but I won't. The one thing no one picked up on, though, is that I'm most certain the tree said that Lily was strong. Yes. She Mm. just uh, just didn't seem too pleased with the idea of running with it. (laughs) Her mother just happened to be stronger. Yep. If anything, Moffat implied that that women were strong in and of themselves. And why wouldn't you want a mother to take you home through the time vortex? (laughs) Any mother I know would do anything it took to get her children home home to safety. And if that means taking a forest along, along in your head, well, stiff up a lip. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Okay. <laughs> also annoy me, the people who pass came on, comment on the relationship between Madge and Mr. Madge, whose name I've forgotten. <laughs> Reg, mm. Reg, yeah, I think, yeah. I don't think he, if he'd be forced her to marry him, she'd be that upset that he died, Did no, do you? Well, that's 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 very true. Sort of, he kept you know, sort of following her home from work. Yeah, I, I don't think that's necessarily forcing. Well, yeah, I know. No, like having a strange man following you. <laughs> strange comedian at that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're talking early thirties Britain here. It wouldn't do to admit that she liked him back. That's just her turn of fr- her phrase. Yeah. I won't bother to rant about the cameos, etc. Mm-hmm. Other people have done it. Yeah. Crashing on. Thirdly, Sherlock. <laughs> oh. Again, I really enjoyed it. I will uh, refrain from a very large pent-up rant about those who criticise Irene Adler for fancying Sherlock when she's portrayed here as a lesbian. But if you wish to imagine uh, it contains things like Kinsey Skull, asexual romanticism, sexual fluidity (laughs) and several swears. Well, we just have to look at John Barrowman. He's a Mm. self-confessed gay but does appreciate female boobies. Does he? Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Opposite to El Presidente, I think that the second episode was in fact my favourite. Too obvious. (laughs) <laughs> it was just a nice old fashioned ramp uh, ramp ramp Robbed. <laughs> back to Bowman again aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> romp of a story all hounds and things that go boo in the night yep. oh, I love Reichenbach Falls too really except for it made me cry <laughs> yeah. even though I'm familiar with the Conan Doyle canon it still made me cry more pathetic noises have not been made up by humankind I feel <laughs> 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 it did, however, make me despair the number of people who accused Moffat of copping out. Copping out? No. Mm. no, no, no. That's how it's meant to be. Yes. I wanted to go and hit them round the head with the empty house. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> anyway, this is rather longer than it's usual for me, so I'll leave it there. Lots of love, Misha. Thank you, Thank Misha. You, Misha. Thank you, Misha. Thank you a lot. Mm. Yeah, no, she's exactly right. I mean, I suppose you could claim it was a cop out because we saw him right at the end after him walking away. Yeah. But but we got the empty house coming down the pipe and I think presumably but, yeah. but they've already confirmed a, a third season. Yes. So they they could do something entirely original. They, I doubt they, they will. They could do something entirely original, but the the premise of an empty house is there. Yes. So yeah, it's already been set up. Yeah. 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 Okay. We've got one here from Nick. Hello, Hello Nick. Nick. Hello Staggers, the quintessential header but oh my god. No, no, oh, yeah. we haven't. No, we haven't. And and he's in the darkness at the moment, oh, staring up because we don't oh, have no. the light on over there. That's no. rather worrying. Though. Yeah, yeah, you can just see the eyes. Mm. Yeah, the red glow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hello, head of Pertwee. Hello, Gunhilda Nobnaka. Hello, dangerous Churchill. All the plastic animated things and Graham. Don't forget Graham. Inflatable Amy. Oh, inflatable Amy. That's a new one. (laughs) Anyway, right. Uh, No, we're not going there. Has to hose it down. Um, Oh yes. Uh, Only knows. 
<laughs> the quintessential head of poetry, the job-seeking Gunhilda Nobnack. Yes. <laughs> I have a theory. Oh. I have a theory. Is it bunnies? Uh, <laughs> Recently, we have watched the storm that erupted on Twitter and Doctor Who podcasts over the tweets put out by the vast Toffee NM and Sophia Miles regarding the theoretical meetings that may or may not be connecting the cast of the new companion for Matt Smith's Doctor. Ooh, I still don't believe that. My personal theory... Okay, go on, Nick. Sophia Miles and Moffat are mates. Yep. Moffat calls Miles and says, Since you're joining Twitter, could you do me a favour? I want to put one over the fans and the press by hinting you're the new companion. Would you mind playing along? She says, Sure, sounds like a laugh. And we're off to the races. (laughs) I'm not saying she's not going to be the new companion. I am. But Moffat has a devious mind under that curl, uh, curly hair of his, and I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Well, that's it for me. Just thought I'd stop by and share my thoughts. Regards, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Mm, thank you, Nick. That is a distinct possibility. Mm, it's yes. a distinct possibility. I think people are reading too much into it. I think Sophia Miles has asked Moffat to give her a bit of a publicity. Yeah, yeah. Say, follow me. Well, basically, tell, yeah. tell people who are following you to follow me, because I was in Doctor Who. Yeah, well, basically, it works out for both of them. One, it keeps yeah. the name still out there while it's off the air for most of yeah. this year. And two, like I said, it gives her, her it's uh, a pretty, press time. pretty common thing when somebody joins Twitter for their friends to say, yep. follow my friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's nothing yeah, but there actually. again, I mean, it's like... Um, well, a couple of years ago, when they were touting who, who the newer Doctor was going to be. No, I mean, okay. mm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, it really hurts still, it still hurts. <laughs> yes, had this rather large picture in. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> yes, um, yeah, a, ah. a very large picture of Patterson Joseph with the caption, Is this the new Doctor Who? We were all fooled. Yeah. Mm, Although yes. nothing official was ever said. No, only no, no. speculation. I mean, that was a whopping great red herring, it really yeah. was. I mean, yeah. We'd never be told, I suppose. I bet mm. he did go in for I, I, I'm, I'm quite sure he probably did go mm, in for yeah. an audition, but... We will see in a while. In the meantime, we have an email from Mr. Jack. Uh, Mr. Jack. Mr. Not, Jack. Not Mr. M. No. Thanks for nomination. Jack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jack says, hi, it's Mr. Jack. Hello, Mr. Hello, Jack. Mr. Jack. Sandro's my brother. Ah. ah. Well, I've got a long email, so I'd better get started. Okay. What am I looking at today? Well, here's all the podcasts I listen to. Oh, God. One, the Doctor Archives. A very interesting podcast. Looks at a lot of things Doctor related, and some things aren't. Ooh. It's amazing how a couple of teens can talk for so long about a show. They look at my wart. Ooh. Show. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Two, Doctor Podshock. Two words, info dump. <laughs> Emphasis on the dump, it seems. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, that's not me. He's that, oh, capitalised it. Oh, he's capitalised it, right. <laughs> You've had to capitalise info and dump, so. Okay. <laughs> Three, the fantastic cast. Fantastic cast. Looks at every issue of the FF, Fantastic Four, I assume, ah. before they were renamed recently. Yep. From the beginning, lots of jokes in between. Good. Four, film trailer. Lots of film trailers. So I know what movies to take. <laughs> To see. Five. Good game. <laughs> Nothing to do with Bruce Forsyth podcast. <laughs> yeah, games, podcasts, awesomeness. Six. Green Lantern's Light. Mm-hmm. Insert sigh here. <laughs> Boring. Oh, oh. That's my brother's. Uh. He listened to it. <laughs> Seven. Mega Mix. Oh. 
Yes, I know. I'm subscribed to my brother's own show. <laughs> Sandro really threatened me, so I'd plug his show. <laughs> Don't really listen to it. Eight. Hamish and Andy. One word. Lol. Funny. Awesome. Isn't that three? Wow. Well. <laughs> Although you wouldn't think that, would you? I don't know. No, <laughs> I don't know. Nine. The new 52 adventures of Superman. Also Ooh. my brother's. Ooh. As in he listens to it. Ah. ah. I think it's boring. <laughs> uh, ten. <laughs> pad smash. Pad smash. Pad smash. Pad, pad smash. smash. Not pad smash. Pad smash. Pad, pad smash. smash. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the Peter David or pad. Yep. Run on the Hulk. Pad smash. Ah. I get it. Interesting to my brother. <laughs> Eleven. Staggering Stories podcast. Yay! This show is stupid, boring, and... <laughs> just joking. Okay, thank you. A very funny show with lots of laughs. Although, you had better be aware of fake Keith. <laughs> she, he, it has a large reputation of being rude. <laughs> I mean, making fun of listeners. I'll have to mention this to her, especially the he, she, it. Yeah, he, she, it. <laughs> uh, Twelve. Voyagers in the TARDIS. Plug, plug, plug. Mm-hmm. This has got something to do with yeah. it. Maybe. Find it at tardisvoyagers.webs.com. Mm-hmm. Tardisvoyagers.webs.com. Tardisvoyagers.webs.com. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. I think we'll also stick it in the show notes. Mm, yep. Only once, sir. Only once, yes. Who is a man? Ah, know this one. Boring. Oh, hush. That's my brother's. <laughs> the host is weird. Yeah. <laughs> and it's horribly bad at podcasts. Just joking. Oh. <laughs> That's all. Goodbye, Mr. Jack. Thank you, Thank Mr. Jack. Jack. P.S. Oh, I think this whole email was a plug. Possibly. Mm, just a tad. But, P.P.S. What does this mean? P.P.S. I don't know. It's beginning to sound like Mr. M again. P.P.P.S. Oh, post postscript. That's right. Ah, That's it. okay. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mr. Jack. Yes, most delightful. You're not a rabbit, are you? <laughs> <laughs> right, we have this one here from Adrian. Ah, hello, Adrian. Hello, Adrian. Hello, team. Hello. As my penance for my way long email, here is a short one. <laughs> 2012 prediction. Oh, yeah. Cabbage Patch will star as either a regenerated Doctor or the Master. Mm. Also, Sherlock will finally air on BBC America and Stargate will not return. (laughs) And Red Tails will be a box office medium to low smash. And the Doctor Who MMO will not be good. That's pretty sure. 2012 Hope and Dreams. Torchwood is rebooted with the lesbian detectives (laughs) from A Good Man Goes to War, Mm. along with Jack, James Masters, Spike, River Song and K-9 in a steampunk Victorian England. It would be. I'd enjoy watching that. 2012, Fear. Eccleston won't agree to be part of the 50th anniversary and Matt Smith's Doctor will die. (laughs) It's a shame Jean isn't here because she could have cheered. And between D-U-C-O and the Old Republic, my brain will completely melt. <laughs> it's a universe online. Yep. 2012, most promising news show, Alcatraz, Grimm, and the American Being Human. Mm. Best podcast of 2011, Staggering Stories, Doctor Who cast, the American one, mm-hmm. and the Force cast. 
And the last one is a Star Wars, but they rock as they get cast and crew from all the films, TV shows as guests. They're allowed. They probably had the money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Best TV episodes of 2011, The Doctor's Wife or Closing Time or Christmas Carol or the Maltish Trilogy with the Gods of the Force or the Chewbacca Tupacca from Star Wars The Clone Wars. Mm. Best 2011 non-companion companion, Craig or Lorna Bucket? Mm. Lorna Bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Best podcasters, Fake Keith and Gene R from Staggering Stories, (laughs) Jimmy Mack and Jason Swank from The Forcecast. Best... Swank. That's Um. (laughs) S-W-A-N-K. Swank. Uh, Best 2011 feedback... Me! <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, Naya or maybe Reese. Have a happy who year later, Adrian. Uh, and by the lesbian, uh, the lesbian Victorian lesbians, I mean the lesbian Victorian detectives as the Torchwood prequel series. Sigh, I did go to university. No, really, I did. Honest. Honest, <laughs> I did. Yes, I didn't get thrown out. Not at all. Didn't sleep through it either. <laughs> That's it from Adrian. Right, thank you, Adrian. That's it, thank yes. You. <laughs> thank you, Adrian. Yes. Right, yes. Um, I'm sure we're sorry about that. <laughs> but we do have one last bit of audio feedback. Oh, oh. That's from Adam Pearson from 20 Megabytes Talk to Podcast. Ah, hello, hello, hello. Adam. Hello, Staggering Stories team. It's Adam here from the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast. If you're wondering what the background noise is, I'm just listening to your podcast whilst driving <laughs> the work van around the Isle of Wight. That's fatal. I'm just listening to the bit where you were saying about Sophia Miles oh, and whether they bring her back as Madame de Pompadour or whatever her name was. Yeah. Uh, saying that wouldn't work having her see another Doctor in her lifetime. Well, if you remember the story, I'm pretty sure the Doctor came back to visit her and she died yeah so there would have been a gap between one time he visited no the previous time he visited when she was alive that's true to the time when he came back to find that she died that could be the thing she may not have died she may have just gone off with the 11th doctor (laughs) (laughs) Um, love your show it's great oh thank you bye bye Bye. yes you you make a good point there there is the gap but well made yeah, I suppose a better uh, uh, a better term saying that not necessarily wouldn't work. It doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, I think would be a better term. I yeah. suppose you could possibly work it that way. I'm I'm willing to concede that point. And what's her character development? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she snuffs it. Yeah, yeah. I think as I said, it's better to say it doesn't sit with me. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it could. Yeah, it could work in stricter. Timeline linear, yes, but it, do, it doesn't feel right to have Matt Smith rescue her, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we want something entirely new, really. I think so, yes, yeah. Always go forward, always go on. Mm-hmm. Having That's said it. that, we had Donna, but yeah, Tennant probably uh, twisted an arm or two there. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anybody from Matt Smith's past you might want to get back on? I don't know. Mm, don't know much about his past. Yeah, yeah. Does <laughs> he work with on stage? That's it. That's mm, the question. Oh, uh, what? Well, yeah, that's about it. I think. Yes. Mm. 
a rather quick one this week, hopefully. Hopefully. I've got to edit it. Yeah. We'll go to SFX weekend. Yes, yes. We've only, he's only got two days. Oh, yes. So there'll be a lightning fast um, editing yes. session. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> and this will be out on the morning of the Sunday of the SFX weekend. Yep. So we'll yep. have finished by then. Uh, hopefully, yeah. We may have even met a couple of you there. Oh, so. hello. <laughs> I won't be there, but hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, take cardboard crumbly. Yeah, cardboard crumbly. Yeah, yeah. Cardboard, yeah. cardboard crumbly will be there. Take out crumb- cardboard crumbly. <laughs> <laughs> and so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Aww. But never fear, in the next one, there'll, there'll be more of the same. More fun, frivolity, and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. So, until that boisterous, <laughs> bumbling, berating, berating, um, baltastically <laughs> barrage of beatitudes comes barreling down upon us all. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. <laughs> Goodbye. You have been listening to Stagmy Stories Podcast, Series 1, Number 125, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, and The Real Keith Doug. The views expressed here are those of the speaker, and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is an El Presidente production for www.stagmystories.net. If, sorry, people, if you could hear little bells jingling, we're actually <laughs> recording this at Shay Dunn. <laughs> the cats are walking all over the place, so we're sorry. Explains the audio quality difference. Yes, <laughs> yes. Anyway, never mind. Mobile computer hates Brighton Beach. Ah, uh, I know this one. Yeah, K9. Yep. yep. Bold old man we know. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be real, Keith. <laughs> I, think, I think we're rather thinking sort of sci-fi and fantasy stuff, not things you find at home. <laughs> so I couldn't resist. <laughs> OK. Um, Look at me like that. <laughs> I've got one. Oh, I've got, got one. Orange suckered stinger and aggressively impersonates. You're thinking of the same one I was just thinking of. Orange suckered stinger. Stinger. Ah. Aggressively impersonate. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I can't think. Zygon! She's bouncing up down in front of me going, I know, I know. Suddenly lost the ability to keep straight. Zygon! Has that effect on me as well? Zygon, yeah. Another easy one. Chrissy Interpreter is beside himself. C3PO! Yeah, yeah. Beside himself. It was uh, a really lame joke in oh, the, uh, when he was cutting off and he was beside himself. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Psychopathic genius of unparalleled brilliance. Sheldon. Oh, it could be, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was thinking yeah. the master, but oh, no, okay, I was thinking okay. Sheldon as well. Okay. I forgot Sheldon, yeah. Vibrating tool with multiple settings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping it's Sonic's really Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Here's probably a harder one. Come on then. Smarmy archaeologist with shadowy friends. Um, you? Is that. No. no. Well, it I could be say, River. It's but not River because she's not, not smarmy. I think it's the guy in charge. You? We're not going Mommy. back to bone kickers, no, are we? It's not bone kickers. It's, it's actually Tony Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Doctor Who. 
Ooh. I, I would go Indiana Jones. Oh, is it? Is it? Um, is it? No. Um, oh, Little House on the Prairie Girl. <laughs> ah. It's connected. You're nearly there. He's never actually described as this, but he is. Yeah. No, yeah. It's it's Crusade. It's the guy from Crusade. No. 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 Oh. Was no, I close said that one step removed. No, on, sorry, Jamie. Mr. Borden. Mr. Yes. Borden. Yes. yes. He was uh, an archaeologist. Yeah. Yeah. He was on that. So yeah. He was on the Icarus. She's got one. She's got it's one. She's got one. Taking me ages. We've got a letter. Professor who sometimes fights aliens underground. Five, Sorry. Seven <laughs> words. Sorry. <laughs> Close. Yeah, that's not going to count. Sorry. So, Professor sometimes fights aliens underground. Yes. Quite a mess. Yes. We have been told to be careful and not to ruffle the paper, but I'm going to go... Russell, 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 Russell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is rather longer than it's usual for me. See, it's putting Crumbly to sleep. <laughs> so I'll leave it there.